go hello babylonians hello beautiful humans uh welcome back to bloody babel's podcast with us for a long time even from the beginning and we cannot say thank you enough and I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately how do you make your own podcast well it's simple I use anchor Anchor anchor.fm which is the website or there is an app or you can go on your computer whatever you want to do it's the easiest way Um, it is run through Spotify so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto and there's lots of different it'll stream to at least I think 10 different platforms or more um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer so no matter where your setup is like you can start creating today today and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm gonna listen Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Um, I hope you guys are staying warm because yeah, we're in the Midwest Jesus. we're fucking freezing. Jesus. Like, we did, <laughs> we did family bingo last night and, um, gosh, all of our family up north it was like negative 11, negative 13. Like 20 yeah, and here it was negative 23. When, and then, <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's what the chill. feel like was. Yeah. The wind chill, yeah. So this Arctic freeze happening and so. discovered my pipes froze again and dis- only to discover that my pipes under my trailer house, yes, I am white trash, um, are Same. pipe, or pipe, oh my god. I'm metal. metal. They're metal pipes. They're metal. So, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, all the power is supposed to go out, which apparently is happening around yeah, in we're having and other places too. One so. hour power outages to conserve energy. But I've heard many people stating that it's been more than one hour. Mm-hmm. So. I've so. had friends saying that, I mean, it's not here in Kansas, but that they lost power at 2 a.m. <clears> and it's still out. Jesus. So I can't even. And then, yeah, we have a friend whose power's been out since. Friday. My friend in Texas, she's got a newborn. I lost. She thinks she's an infant now because she's at a newborn phase. But their power went out, so they built a fort in their uh, bedroom and like just to keep their body heat in there. And right. she said it's been working great. But her power's been out for 13 hours. It takes me off. If you're gonna plan to have the power out, why don't you start doing it like I don't know, eight, nine in the morning when the sun comes up? Yeah. Do it throughout the day as opposed to let's wait till the sun goes down and this Arctic when it's colder. freeze is going to be even colder. It makes zero sense to me and I'm a bit bitter right now so I apologize if I don't sound as chipper. So <laughs> We have audience members um, <laughs> with us right now. My nephew Ethan is Hello, here again. Ethan. 
He's eating he's and eating. looking at me really condescendingly taking because up, I'm his favorite. Taking up any electricity that is still going. And I want the world to know that. <laughs> and Zoe, my sweet doggie, she came with me too, but she looks like she's so content and about to fall asleep because we sadly had to rehome her sister, my my sweet Shiva, but she's in a wonderful new home. Yes, yeah, so she used to play and frolic. And she has a new and Shiva has a new sister named Eva, oh, which okay. I think is adorable. And mm -hmm. she's a full blood boxer. And so um, Mindy, the gal who take took her, she's just the sweetest. And I just I got to hug her, and it was wonderful. And I'm very happy with updated yeah and we're friends on Facebook now so Shiva is in her new home but she's not that far away she actually lives in the same town that my best friend Darian lives in so I'll actually get to go and visit sure visit sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was gonna try and say more things uh, while I was trying to talk at the same time because that's who I am as a person we're 42 yeah. episodes deep and if you don't know that already well welcome if this is the first one you listen to so speaking of is uh, it 42 or 41 no this, I'm pretty sure this is episode 42 it's 41. Okay. Yep. 41. I'm fine. I'm really excited for <laughs> apparently episode 42. <laughs> 42 is a great number. It was Jackie Robinson's number. <laughs> and if you're not a baseball fan, well, he was the first black guy in uh, baseball. Hey, but speaking of 42. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, that's what it was. What it we was. are in now 42 countries. Hello. Puerto Rico. Hello. And, and. Hungry. Hey, I'm always hungry. So. I know that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I saw when they started listening. So I got real excited. So welcome, new international friends. Thank you friends. so much for joining us. So yeah, we're in. I haven't checked our states lately, so I I think we're still just in 46, which I still think is pretty impressive. But it's super impressive. But I've got I'm I've got a Delaware case that I'm working on, so maybe we'll get some Delaware listeners. Hey, it was one I Delawareans. I love it. <laughs> I think I need a burp. I'm drinking Pepsi because that's Same. been what the the baby's been jiving with lately. So I don't drink it a lot before you're like, oh my God, she just drinks Pepsi. No, I drink a lot, shit ton of water too and I pee like 74 times a day. It's great. Well, I'm drinking Diet Pepsi Wild Cherry because I've been wild I love Wild Cherry Pepsi. So I will be burping a lot in this episode. Yes. So welcome to burp noises. This welcome is, to uh, burping Babylonian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, my case is pretty, pretty short today. So Shauna has an exciting rabbit hole for us at the end. Let's hear how exciting it is because I haven't read it through. So if I stumble, welcome, welcome to Shauna's world. I will be stumbling over my words. Um, yep, Before and I forgot there. to print off my um, notes. So I'm reading from my phone, which is at 24%, which I should charge, but whatever. Yeah, well. Nah, it'll be all right. Plus, I don't. Well, what if we run out of electricity? What if we run out of electricity? What if the power gets shot? Off? Well, then um, Why I'll don't go. You just be smart. And listen to me. <laughs> don't be dense. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> okay, now we're back. She's charging. I'm excited. I'm I happy. am charging. It's hooked up to my laptop for right now, and then I'll plug it in for real later. But my my phone does really well. Um, uh, uh, turn that off, please. I don't know. I just moved it. Yeah, it's possessed by demons. <laughs> Which is, okay, so you know, okay, so we always take a picture when we podcast, right? Because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because you'll see in the picture that it looks like a cross in the background. And now I, that I realize what it is, it's the rocking horse that has the head <laughs> and the little things that keep the kid on it that they can hold on with their hands. So, <clears throat> yeah, so we added, yeah, we talked about uh, Hungary and Puerto Rico. So, hello. Okay, and then, um, yeah, so that's it. Um, I haven't heard any updates because Shauna brought this up to you about uh, our friend Mandy with the Wildlings Wonder Art. Um, I think the voting is still open as far as I know. We had the link in it for last week and I'll double check with her 
and then I'll add it to this week's episode too. If go, you're still able to do it. If it's not in the link, then obviously, then obviously we can go like her page. Yeah. Please she's at, she's over 7,000 followers. I think that's amazing. Wildling Wonders, right? Art. Yes. Well, I mean, just her page. Wildling yeah. Wonders Art. Yep. Okay. Sorry, sorry. You're right, you're right. You're good, good. And then her, her boo thing is dystopian. Yes. Which, I mean, if you go to her page, you'll see his stuff too. And they're just, I just had to run upstairs because I couldn't find my personal charger. So I'm fine. Um, <laughs> I'm really, I'll have to send, I'll have to start taking bump date pictures for um, our Instagram followers too. I, I posted one on my personal Facebook last week and I'm like, girl, double check your chins before you post another picture. Because <laughs> I'm like, I have this stupid face. I'm like, and you can't see like, it's like from my nose up, you can't see my, uh, like my actual whole head, but all you see is my chins. And I'm like, that's not cute. I love how Zoe's feet are up on the pillow right now. Zoe's just living her best life. She's she. It's been an adjustment for her. It's been really hard because yeah. she doesn't understand, even though she was so mean to Shiva. But she's always had somebody else. Like right. first it was her and Max, and then she taught him how to leave the yard, and then he died. And then <laughs> then we had Shiva and Quinn, and then Quinn got hit by a car too. And now it's it was a little. I won't lie, it was a little rough just the first night coming home after we had dropped off Shiva, and then coming home to just Zoe. Like I mean, it triggered. It, tr yeah. it triggered me because I'm like, the last time it was just me and her, Max had just died. and Max was my, he was a good pupper. Yeah. He's, he was my labor partner whenever I went into labor with Arlo. So I'm like, well, Zoe, that torch That's is being passed tomorrow. Actually, when this episode gets dropped, I don't know Zoe's actual birth date because I got her when she was about a year old. But her gotcha date is, Yay. which when you're hearing this right now, February 16th. Oh, so happy birthday, Adam. So, yes. Today. So, today. Yeah, that when we're recording yeah. and then her actual <laughs> birthday. So I celebrate her birthday as February 16th every year. So That would be Eve if it's tomorrow. I'm yeah. thinking today's Sunday because we... We usually podcast. Sorry, yeah, we have a podcast that. for two Sundays in a row now because yeah. the Super Bowl and then I just came here and then um, was life has gotten kind of nutty and everything. But yeah, so happy birthday to my dog Zoe. Yes. I'll have to put... I'll post something so everybody can see her because I'm, I'm trying to get better about remembering things, but... Okay, so let's uh, jump into what we're actually here for, hey. because, you know, we have always these super long intros, and so far nobody has told us they hate them, so. And if you do, oh well. Oh well, um, <laughs> this is bloody babbles, and <laughs> emphasis on the yeah. babbles, yeah. and just there's like a sprinkling of blood in here. expect when two chicks are doing a podcast? Especially sisters, <laughs> like, we don't, I mean, people probably think, oh my god, they probably talk all the time, I mean, yes. So. We do talk a lot, but then when we talk in person, we're like, oh, but wait, there's this. There's more. And then, there, then we're podcasting and we talk about that. So, yeah. So, this is um, another Nate requested episode. Thank you, Nate Dog. From my homie Nate on the Twitter sphere. So, I will definitely be tagging him on this. Um, he's really, he found all these, like, deadly women, and I have never, I think I've seen a couple episodes, but all these girls were new to me. So, um, like I said, I didn't find a whole lot on this gal. Um, that we're going to, but we're going to be traveling to Adelaide, Craigmore, Australia. Hello, down under. And I know we have some listeners down under. You stole my joke. Thank you. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> we do. No, where it's is fine. It from? Where, where is we're, it we're going on. <laughs> we're going down under, and now they're gone. <laughs> we love you. Please come back. Yes, please come back. Because <laughs> if you guys have heard of this, which I'm sure you have, 
there's actually a lot of Australian cases. I'm like, holy crap. They've, uh, they're a little bit murdery down there. So if you've heard well, of... I mean, if it's not the insects and the other critters are walking around... Oh my gosh. Or getting <laughs> drop kicked by a fucking kangaroo, which I mean... User if you yeah, but I mean I want to kind of epic way to fucking die. Or just in general to <laughs> be like, guess what I did on my vacation? Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got the shit beat out of me. Oh my god, please! My Australian listeners, if you're if you're there, because I know you're on our list, but I don't know how many of you actually listen to us. If you're there, if you've ever encountered a kangaroo, even if you haven't been attacked, I would love love to hear about it. Okay, so. We are going to talk about Miss Brittany Jade Dwyer. Jade? Jade. Name. Yes. It's not spelled the pretty way you spelled it, but Jade, I still think Jade's a really beautiful mm-hmm. name. That's my niece's second middle name because she has two like me, yeah. except her mom was nice and didn't make them 742 letters long. Nope. It's not how long they are, but if I have a girl, she's going to have two middle names, but they're going to both be five letters long. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. So, um, my notes start off with when Brittany Dwyer was born, and she was, um, or when, yeah, when she was born, she was immediately doted on by her grandfather, Robert Whitwell, so I'm assuming that's probably her mom's dad, because a different last name, I don't know. Brittany called him Papa, which I thought that was really sweet, because that's what my son calls my dad, he calls him Papa. Um, so Brittany had an older brother, his name's Ryan, and he said his sister was sweet and went through life normal growing up. Um, She was very strong-willed, her mother Tanya said. Um, She was a tomboy, and she was very adventurous. Um, Where did... Oh, okay, her dad, Darren, was a builder, and they lived in Brisbane, Australia. That's pretty... Brisbane? I like, yeah, Bris. I'm just... Bris. (sighs) Except it's really brisk outside, and I don't love that. But anyways. um, (laughs) I'm here all night. Thank you. She got... Okay, I'm fine. She got to high school and became moody and didn't fit in well in high school. I mean, same. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's everybody in high school. Yeah. Junior high, high schoolish. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was, it was nice for me in junior high because I was taller than all the boys. They all hadn't hit their growth spurts yet, so I was bigger than they were, and they were afraid of me. Junior high, here comes the bad people. Yeah, Junior yeah. high for me was really... Uh, Specifically seventh grade and could very well be because that's when my parents decided to separate and so anyway Right, that's a lot to go through Um, but that's really when I discovered at that point in time I wish I could rediscover it now, but um, who I was mm-hmm. And like as a person and what my morals and my ethics were and just I re- really Well in junior really high you were learning that you were type 1 diabetic too Or no, was no, that, that was 6th grade. grade But I know 6th grade is junior high in some places Well yeah, not, not in California But um in Kansas either. I just uh I really, I don't know, I really felt like I, I really honed into to, to who I was as a human being. And, and so as far as the being, what was that adjective for her? She was just kind moody. of moody. Moody. Didn't fit in well. I definitely showed that to my parents. Now, whether that was because of the finding out the separation or not, I, I can't really, I don't really know, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I know I definitely grabbed hold of my friends. Right. And my mm-hmm. and luckily, though, my parents were fine, go, you know, go yeah. with your friends, go do what you need to do. I'm um, still good friends with all my girls I was friends with. Well, and that's where I met my Jade. Aww. And so it was in seventh grade, hence why my daughter's named after her. But, yeah. So, anyway, there's just a little insight on me. I mean, high school, though, that was fucking... Yeah, high school was a lot. And just the whole... My high school really class. Try, like, it was so different. Like, I felt so myself in junior high and high school. It was like, 
is this who I want to be? I, 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 right. I really, there was a lot more questioning about who, maybe this more is, you know, like, and plus uh, I'd moved. Soul searching kind of yeah, thing. I'd moved several times throughout high school, so that was right. different too, making new friends and blah 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 but high school can be hit or miss, and for me it was fucking, I don't know. Yeah. My class was very, um, we were all very, we, like, we, it, I guess you could say cliques, but we all just had our own small groups. There was, like, it was, like, a cluster of, like, between four and six people. Mm -hmm. Like, I had, there was five of us girls. Five? Yeah, there was five of us. So we all just kind of had each other, and we'd all bounce between each other, and then when they'd fight, because there was always somebody fighting someone. Especially when there's odd numbers. Yeah, I know. And, like, w I, that was one of the things the morbid girls talked about. They talked about the Slenderman stabbing, about the three girls. Because two of them were best friends, and then right. a new girl comes in the picture. And yeah. Yeah, odds are just not great. And that's why, well, I mean. I Sha like odd numbers, but. Shauna is my sister and my best friend. And then I have my best, I have, like, two <laughs> other best friends. So it's a little different. <laughs> but, like they say, you, you learn a lot um, through high school, and then I think just getting out of high school, and then. Especially when you start having kids, man, that really shows people's true colors. Facts. Because everybody's like, oh my god, I can't wait to see your baby. It's just amazing how much you think high school is everything, especially when you're right in the middle of it and when you first get out of it, and then you then you really start to realize, well, this that is not at all what life is about. That's not how life should be or is. Exactly. So, or maybe I shouldn't say should be, because some people have some amazing high school life and yeah. make some amazing friends during high school. So if that's happened, that's definitely how life should be. But that wasn't the story for me. No. <laughs> yeah, high school, I was, I, was, uh, I was ready for it to end. Same these. Anyway. Anyways, now that we've babbled about how... Uh, <laughs> I might not even have time for a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, she became moody, didn't fit in well. She became a bully to isolate herself Ooh. from others, her brother said. She was in return bullied as well. Mm -hmm. And then that's when she started self-harming and turned to drugs because oh. that's a good way to numb all your feelings. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and not a good way, but it's I a know. way. That was a little bit of sarcasm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, she became friends with this girl named Shelby Holmes. Um, Brittany said they were lovers, oh. but Shelby said they were best friends, nothing more. And I believe I remember, this has been a long time since I've taken these notes, but I read, I, I watched a video and, like, Shelby was like, I don't know why she ever said that. We were not in love with each other. We were not together. Like, she's just like, was she's like, thinking? well, I think Brittany wanted to be, which mm -hmm. is the, mm -hmm. but I just think Shelby was just like, we were just good friends. Yeah. They like to drive around and hang out at cool places and go to the beach, is what Shelby said. Um, they were dark and they were going, they liked going into cemeteries and touring and dabbling in the occult and playing with blood and knives and all that, you know, traditional teeth. How do you play with blood? I don't know. Like maybe like blood rituals, maybe, I would guess. Yeah. Like doing the I where you mix your the blood. blood sister thing. I did that. Right. Like my favorite thing to do. You know. I think we all go through that small but occult phase. I don't know phase. if I consider that playing with blood. When I think of playing with blood, I think of like at least like a half a cup or something. Or like, a lot of you know what I mean. <laughs> that's I don't a know, lot of blood. Where did you get it? <laughs> okay. Um, Brittany. So um, it says she ends up moving in with Shelby when she was 18, and she couldn't handle paying rent and um, kept on doing drugs because that's obviously where her money was going. Well, yeah, that's you can. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So the girls talked about killing people at rave parties, slitting throats, okay, and things of that nature. Talked about it. Question answered. Um, yeah, things of that nature. It was a joke. Um, Shelby claimed. I'm like, I don't know how like 
can be a joke, but okay. So they said they watched a lot of horror movies. Brittany even tried to say her dark ways um, came from being obsessed with the American Horror Story. So this is, I don't know if we, if I pinpoint a year in here. No, because you didn't even state the year she was born. You just said when she was born. That's because I, I, I think I, I tried, I think I went to different sources and they all just had the same short, okay. 2016. Okay. Um, was when AHS came out? No, that's when this all goes down. Okay. So this, so American Horror Story has been around for what they're on like the their tenth or eleventh season. I should. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch it. I, I know do. I should. I do. It's there are some seasons that aren't the greatest, but yeah, overall, yeah. They said there's freaking bad. Yeah, because I tried to start with season one, and a lot of people say that one's just that was not the one super it great. It's good the way it ended. Yeah, that you can, you could skip it. Yeah. Because I know the storyline doesn't like it isn't. Con they there's there's they it weaves in and out, but you could get away with not watching it. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people really like. I think um, Hotel is a big one that I've heard, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and then the one where Lady Gaga shows mm -hmm. up in it. Because mm -hmm. I think that girl she can do everything. Yeah, but any knees. Yes. So um, now we're talking about um, going. We're getting to her grandfather Robert um, he was living alone at this time and his wife Joyce was in a nursing home because she was suffering with dementia uh, yes sorry says my nana yeah it's, uh, it's that's a heartbreaking disease um, life savings he had life savings hidden all over his home about over okay wow over a hundred thousand dollars hidden in his shed Tanya which is um, his daughter which would be Brittany's mom mm -hmm. was worried someone would find out about the money and Brittany overheard hmm someone found out about the money Yucky. so she convinced Shelby to drive her to her grandfather's house so they could steal the money from the shed you Brittany you're an O's count do you get it people take <laughs> an O out of count that's what you are Brittany <laughs> I won't say it either because I know there's a lot of people who will get offended by it just know that's what Brittany is O's <laughs> count <laughs> Oldest count. I love that. <laughs> they used a milk crate to get into the shed over the fence. A dog barked and scared them away. Zoe, bark. She's asleep. Um, <laughs> Shelby said they were going to just steal money. Brittany then texted a warning to Shelby, and Shelby then encountered Robert, Brittany's grandfather, and said that her grandfather was so nice. Brittany said, don't get it too attached to him. He might have to die. Oh my God! Brittany is saying this about her grandfather, the one who absolutely loves her and adores her with his whole being. Um, Shelby felt Brittany was just going to scare. Um, Shelby felt Brittany was just going to scare her and didn't believe she would actually hurt her own grandfather. Mm. So she thought. Brittany was very controlling and wanted to have full lead in what she wanted to do. So this. Um, so. So this was just the first attempt. Um, at this breaking in and trying to get to this shed full of money, which spoiler alert, there's no money in that shed. Thank you for spelling that. You're I'm welcome. Very yeah, but yeah, sure just I'm like no, you're not gonna like the ending of this because we're not here to talk about happy things. So this next gal that comes into the picture, her name is Bernadette Burns. Bernie. Bernie. I have an aunt, Bernie. Her name is Bernadine. Okay, I know. It's just so weird to say that because my aunt <laughs> is younger than all of us. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, long story short, so I don't have to babble too much. Uh, my grandfather, ew, gross, I don't like saying that word because that's not what he deserves, went and off and started another, well, he didn't start a whole family. He just had my Aunt Bernie. Uh -huh. My grandfather on my dad's side did the same thing. So yeah. I have two aunts and uncle that are old to me on my dad's side. Well, younger than you. 
That's what I meant to yep. say. My I got your back. Thank you. But yeah, my Aunt Bernie is, I'm 27 and she's 26. And I will turn 28 before she turns 27. I'm 40, people. Fun I'm fact. 40. 40 and still looking hot as fuck. Oh, you. You're welcome. Bernadette Burns comes in. She's 22 years old and she befriends Brittany. Brittany's 18 at this point. Bad I may need to bring Okay, well, she's a winner because she lost custody of her daughter when she was 17 and spiraled into a drug addiction, and that's what connected the girls. Huh, were sounds like someone too? else I know. What? Did, did they become lovers? Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with. Probably. There we go. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, we but can't speculate that, but I'm like, whatever. I mean, if she was making love stories about the other person. Who you want to love. They're both really pretty girls. Brittany was like, meh. But, well, you know, you can be pretty, but your personality is shite and bad. Yeah, half the girls I went to high school with. Anyways, sorry if you guys listened to this. You guys weren't nice to me, so suck it. I'm in 42 countries and you're not. <laughs> my spiritual dick. <laughs> yeah, choke on my spiritual penis. Anyways, um, okay, so, okay, well. Okay, so okay. this chick, Bernie, came uh, in the struggle. Oh, yeah, and that's what connected the girls was their drug addiction, because what doesn't bring people together more than drugs? hey um, <laughs> Bernadette stayed in the car when they traveled to visit, um, um, Brittany's grandfather, Robert, doing, and Brittany, Bernadette was, oh, okay, I'm, stop, stop, Nicole, you're fine. She stayed in the car to do her makeup while Brittany was like, oh, I need to go visit my dad, because I think she lived like an hour away or something, so this brings us to August 5th, 2016. I get excited. Wait, so this already happened, so they tried to rob grandpa or what? Her and her first friend made an attempt and okay. then they got scared by the dog and then um the other friend oh shit shelby got scared because she talked to robert and she's like wow he's, he's a really, really nice. he's really and nice and then Brittany was and like oh, oh he well he may have he may have to be murdered um anyways okay so yeah. now i don't know about the time frame these notes are very old and i should have done more research but i think i i def i know i tried because it was really hard to find everything because this is a really short case even though we're not close to being done yet. So now we're at August 5th, 2016. Um, they were sitting, okay, so this is Brittany and Robert, grandfather, granddaughter, sitting at the table, going through old photo albums and reminiscing, and Brittany felt she couldn't do what she had set out to do. Good. Bernadette, 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 okay. Brittany texts Bernadette and tells her, you know, I don't think I can do this, and she texts back, Bernadette says this, she's like, just harden up and do it. So, as she's getting ready to leave, Robert walks her to the door because he's a sweetheart and he loves her. And um, she walks, he walks her to the door. She pulls out a knife and stabs him in the neck and throat repeatedly. He simply just asked her why, and he staggered to the kitchen, and she gives him a Band-Aid. Oh, my Lord. A Band-Aid. She did his dishes while he sat at his table and bled out. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Um, she texted Bernadette and said, it's done. She ransacked the house for the money and only found a thousand dollars in two digital cameras. So he didn't even have that money in the house because he took his daughter's advice and moved it somewhere else. Goodness, he wasn't his daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Found the, so she's driving back to Brisbane and got the call that her papa had died. So she gets a phone call from her mom. She cries and said she would go meet her mom. And she kept up this facade that she was heartbroken for 21 days, guys. Three fucking weeks over the death of her grandfather. And she, she said, uh, it was said she hid her worry well 
if she was worried at all. Weeks after the death, they celebrated Ryan's birthday, that's her, uh, Brittany's brother, at their grandfather's favorite places in his memory. Um, and from that day, her brother said he can't look at pictures from that day anymore after he learned about what he did. Sorry, so, Ryan. yeah. Ryan, you're very sweet. So, um, an anonymous tip came in and the girls were then arrested. Um, someone just called in about, I think they'd been somewhere and they, someone heard their conversation and they're like, uh, holy shit. So Brittany came up in, oh yeah, she comes up with a story that her grandfather sexually molested her, but that was quickly dismissed because everybody knew her grandfather absolutely loved and cherished right, her right. and would just yeah, was because she's, oh. you know, so. Shelby, um, her, for her first friend that did the initial first plan, right. she was sent to, for a week in prison for trespassing just because she was involved at one point. Mm -hmm. And the family wasn't happy because they said she had more involvement even though she was not there on the day that he was murdered. Um, Brittany was sentenced to life in prison with no parole possibility for 21 years. Good. Um, uh, the judge... One only? Ew. Yeah, so she'll, she'd be... She'd, so she was probably 18, 28, 38. So she'd be like 39 when she'd be able to go up for parole. But that doesn't mean she'll always get approved for it. Um, the judge said it was brutal, callous, and cold-bloodedly planned. Bernadette was also sentenced to life in prison for, for a statutory murder charge, which means she didn't commit the murder. She was just out in the car doing her makeup, and right. she was there knowing that's what was happening. And I'm sure, I bet it was brought up in evidence when she texted, harden up and just do it, which right. I just think that's... Six. Sick. Sick. Yep. Six, six, six. Six, 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 because yep. they're the devil. <laughs> um, but she would only, so she was sentenced to life in prison, but after 13 and a half years um, would be when. She's eligible for yes, parole. Yes, thank you. Okay. And then um, Tanya and her husband have since, or had since separated after the loss of her father. Um, his wife, the one who had dementia, um, Robert's wife, Joyce, passed away shortly after um her husband's mother? Her husband's mother. Murder. I'm fine. I'm like, okay, so it says she passed away shortly after. I wonder if she knew. Like, I wonder if something maybe clicked for her. Maybe. And maybe she's like, maybe I, I won't be able to, I won't be alone. I don't know. I believe that soulmates have that I click. Agreed. It always makes me think of um, the, notebook. the notebook. Yep. Fabulous. Don't get me started on the notebook. Um, Tanya doesn't speak to her daughter. But her brother maintained, Ryan maintains contact, which I think that's really, that's brave. That's and tough. Just, I can't imagine. Especially because she went and celebrated his can't. birthday and at her grandfather's favorite places while she was harboring the truth that she was the murderer all along. Mm. He said he couldn't say he hates his sister because that's the girl he grew up with. I remember, um, I watched, because I watched a video on this on YouTube, and he's like, I can't hate her. He's like, I hate what she did, but I can't hate her. Yeah. I've tried to hate her, and I can't. And I'm like, ah, I will hug you. Yeah. <coughs> that noise sent me. <coughs> I'm dying. So, Tanya begs people to not keep large amounts of money at a home because she wants to prevent this from happening to anyone else. Oh, Brittany will be 40 when she's eligible for parole because after she got arrested before she was sentenced, she turned 19. So... So that was yeah, 2016, so she's got a ways to go. So that I'm is... 40, you still got a lot of life. You better fucking make some good choices. Yeah. Even if you're a stellar prisoner, I still don't think... That was a very premeditated plan, especially yes. if she went there once 
not only once but twice. And then like you have the universe is like, hey, maybe, maybe don't. Mm-hmm. Look at hey, 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 look at how wonderful. Or Shelby should have been like, um, like, maybe you shouldn't do this. I, I mean, anyone and everyone should have been yes, like. But she chose. She chose to be like. Indeed. Gross. She chose to be gross. Yeah. Like so I hope she's getting like constant wedgies and she never has shoes that fit in prison. That's just what I'm going for. Okay. okay. I would be a lot darker than that, but that, we'll go with that one. I don't know why that popped in. It's because I've had a lot of wedgies today in the <laughs> underwear that I'm wearing. Not that you guys need to know that, but some Maybe people like think razors it's... razors in her shoes and razors in her freaking butthole. And then like, she just has nothing but lemon body wash? Yes. And salt. <laughs> and salt. Salt scrub. Salt scrub. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. So let's learn about something let's new. Let's learn about fascinating female assassins. Because murder is still a thing. That's right. And my phone keeps making noises. I apologize. Um, go away. Uh, I need that information. So yeah. I got this from Ranker. Once again, weird history. I'm a Ranker. I almost said Wanker. <laughs> I'm Wanker. Wanker. All right. There so goes our English here listeners. Here we go. And I'm just reading this verbatim. So I did not take notes. I just copy and paste it. Hey And by copy and paste it, I mean I copied the link and then I hit the Googs with the paste. Now <laughs> the <I'm looking> Googs. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, we tend to think of assassins as being men. Yeah. There were plenty of historical assassins who were women. Women throughout history have held lower statuses than men, but that often gave them an edge in espionage or espionage. assassin work. Mm-mm-mm. Few people suspected it. that women were capable of such things when they were looked upon as being inferior. Well, did you fucking hear the story of Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's why I thought it was perfect that she <laughs> picked this rabbit hole to go down after that story. <laughs> but societal, societal expectations didn't stop any of these women assassins, with many of them changing the course of history through a well-placed poisoning or strategic strategic stabbing. Hmm. You, you said that really well. Thank you. I would like to applaud that. Applause. Hey, can you make some applause there, audience? Ah. Babylonians? That's yeah, audience. <laughs> get, get it together. Don't sit there and look at me like that, Ethan. Though some of their assassination strategies may have been bizarre, all of these women were effective in their mission to take someone, or more than just one, out. Of course, not all female assassins in history were fighting for causes one could truly call noble. Noble. Some were downright nasty. Nasty and noble. Mm-hmm. Miss Janet, <laughs> if you're nasty. All right. And the people they killed were oh. those who could have had great positive influence on the world. Still, any person who resorts to killing others for political influence or social gain is a captivating figure, especially when so many deliberately use the fact that they were women to avoid suspicion or achieve their ends. <laughs> Charlotte Cole. <laughs> It's like the easiest thing to say, and I can't. It's fine. Charlotte Corday. Yeah, C-O-R-D-A-Y. I couldn't pronounce that. It's fine. Corday. A French revolutionary was known as the angel of assassination for killing her target, the Jacobin leader. Jacobin? Jacobian? He's not listening. It's fine. Jacobin. Leader Jean-Paul Marat on July 13th, 1793. Marat, M-A-R-A-T. That's what I'd say. Yep had been empowered during the Reign of Terror, and specifically the September Massacres, in which some 1,300 people were executed as potential enemies of the state. Corday entered Marat's apartment by claiming she had information of an uprising elsewhere in France and 
stabbed them with a kitchen knife in revenge for the massacre. Oh, that's ironic. That's yeah. weird. Knowing she'd be put to death for it, she it's was executed in just life. four days <laughs> after the assassination, with her actions consolidating a new era in gender relations in France. I like that they said um, angel of assassination. I don't know why I like her that so much. Age at age at 25. Oh, she was 25 when this happened. Oh, that's like around my age. Okay, so. So it's possible that, okay, so here's one. This we're going to Lucrezia Borgia's Machinations, M-A-C-H-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-S, may all be fiction. Mm -hmm. So let's see if any of this makes sense, because I don't know if I'll be able to pronounce things. <laughs> here we go. And here we go. So it's possible that Lucrezia Borgia, a member of the inimitable... 15th century Borgia clan never actually murdered anybody. She's Ew. long been painted as a homicidal woman known for poisoning her enemies and unwanted husbands alike. It's just plural, people. I have her that. Family's enemies spread <laughs> Sorry. Her family's enemies spread stories that she had a hollow ring. Huh. That she would use to poison people at dinner parties when she could not persuade them to her position through more peaceful means. There's no historical evidence of any of this other than rumors, but they paint a fascinating picture of a woman whose outward persona was one of piety or piety, excuse me, and purity to conceal her power hungry nature. She huh. was thirty nine. Oh wow. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, I love she it so much. S H I Jiangkwai. Oh that's the one I tried to say. <laughs> assassinated her father's killer in public and wasn't punished. Um, okay. I think that's fair. Okay, so either... So, should I pronounce it shy or she? I'm gonna go shy. S-H-I. Shy. Shy? Shy isn't famous for killing loads of people. Rather, she's known for offing one specific person who had wronged her family. In I'm 1925, Sun Chuanfeng... Good job. Sorry, that was great. A warlord in China beheaded Shy Zhuangliao's <laughs> father for Shai's leading father. <laughs> yeah, <Shai's> father <laughs> for leading an opposition force against him and paraded the head in public. Shai yep. last name inserted there tracked <laughs> Sun Shuangfeng for ten years before shooting him three times. Instead of fleeing, she stuck around the scene to explain her actions by means of pamphlets and instead of being punished, she was freed because the act was determined to be an example of oh my gosh. Filial, F-I-L-I-A-L? Yeah, filial. Piety. Okay. I mean, if the guy killed her dad, I mean, I, I feel like that's, agree. I feel like that's like, um, uh, like Mulan-esque is what I keep thinking of because, you know, Mulan was a badass. Fancy. And I feel like she would actually, she'd be like the type to avenge her father if something were to happen. Didn't mean to bring Disney in this. Hey, I love Disney. As we're saying this, though, I'm thinking we should have, um, this is when we need my friend Maggie from um, Have You Seen It? Because she watches mm -hmm. international shows and mm -hmm. reviews them, and she's phenomenal at pronouncing things. Oh, yeah, we need you. Yeah, we, we need, need so um, I'm going to definitely be like, uh, Maggie, we talked about you, and go check out her podcast, because it's fucking rad. <laughs> the next assassin, Idoia, Idoia, I-D-O-I-A. <laughs> Sorry, Lopez Riano's reputation earned her a fearsome nickname. I told you it was in Britain. I do, yeah. I don't know. I think the first one was right, but okay. I thought so much more. I find this. Oh, that was an aggressive I'm snort. I'm going to say Miss Lopez. Miss Lopez. Though Miss Lopez has since renounced violence, 
that doesn't erase the 23 people she's accused of assassinating in the 1980s in her quest for um, oh, Basque independence from Spain. Hmm. Lopez was given the nickname La Tigresa. Ooh, for the tigress. Spain listeners, right? reach out, yo. The tigress because of her rumored sexual prowess. Hot. As she was known to seduce policemen prior to attacks. Her numerous killings led to 1,500-year prison sentence in 2003. Wow. When she was finally apprehended in France and tried for her crimes. When you were born. 2003. The ETA, the organization to which Lopez belongs, since, has since been disbanded. Mistress Marcia, or Marcia, helped murder a Roman emperor. Oh, I liked when you said that earlier when you told me the story. Okay, so is it... I like... I'd, I'd say Marcia, probably. Okay, Marcia was not solely responsible for the death of Emperor Commodus. An inept leader of ancient Rome on New Year's Day in 193 CE, but her actions as part of a murder plot proved important nonetheless. Commodus, believing himself to be a reincarnation of Hercules... Hercules! Hercules! ...planned <laughs> to fight in the arena despite his advisors' urging. He threatened to accuse them, including his mistress, Marcia. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Marcia, Marcia. Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Why are you going to be murdering and, people? And then to list <laughs> and add them to a list of people he wanted execute, executed for subversion. Their response was to launch an orchestrated assassination attempt. Marcia slipped him poison in his wine, which failed to kill him, as he vomited it up. But, in his weakened state, he was strangled by his fitness coach. They had fitness coaches back then? What? When, what year was this? <laughs> Something CE. Oh, what's CE? Like 193 C CE. Cen I Century? I don't know. Fanny Kaplan was a revolutionary from a young age. Zoe. A member of the Socialist Refernoodle. Refernoodle? I can't even Refernoodle. A member of the Socialist Revolutionaries in Russia, Fanny Kaplan was a political activist from a young age. She was arrested for her involvement with a bomb plot at just 16 years old. Whoa! After serving time in a suburban work camp, she lost most of her sight, but not her desire to make change. Because of the conflict between the Socialist Revolutionaries and the Bolsheviks, she gained a great dislike for Vladimir Lenin. After a meeting at the Hammer and Sickle, Kaplan shot Lenin three times with two of the bullets doing serious damage. He survived, and Kaplan refused to name any accomplices, Aww. leading her to her execution in 1918. It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday afternoon, and it was there. <laughs> ah, like <Well>. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Violet Gibson's attempted assassination was forgiven. Unlike many assassins, Anglo-Irish aristocrat Violet Gibson's motivations remain something of a mystery. Ooh. Gibson attempted to shoot Benito Mussolini, <gasps> the fascist yes. leader of Italy, after he finished a speech he'd made on modern medicine in Rome, Italy, in 1926. She fired twice, but the first shot only grazed him, and the second misfired. Some people believe that she was insane at the time of the shooting and that she had no clear motive, especially since she lived the remainder of her life in a mental asylum after her deportation for the attempted assassination. Mussolini himself requested that she be released without a charge. So interesting. She should have tried harder. December at... Okay, so this pic... Maybe... 
to these ages that I'm showing that I've stated, which has only been a couple. Right. So it's December at age 80. So this picture that I have, if depending on which one Nicole decides to post, she's apparently 80 years old in this picture. Huh. So, so she, um, from, Fascinating. Uh, 1876 to 1956 was her day of birth to her day of death. So 30? That would make sense. 1956. 1876 to 1956. Oh. I'm like, uh, okay. We're not mathematicians over here. Nope. <laughs> Judith of Bethulia. Every time I hear Judith, all I think of is The Walking Dead. <laughs> Which I haven't Killed watched a man in a to time. prove a point. Hey! <laughs> I'm gonna, to hold on, let me take notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the biblical book. book. <laughs> It got it called the <laughs> Though the biblical book of Judith is generally considered to be a parable rather than a historical account, the okay titular Judith T A T U L A R. I love that word. Cities! Universal city is example of a historical female assassin. Judith, who believed that God would save her fellow countrymen from their conquerors, set out with a maid to dispatch Holofernes. And enemy general. I don't understand what I just said right there. I apologize. By promising to provide him with information, she gained his trust and in entered his tent one night while he was passed out drunk. Judith cut off his head and returned it to her home, and the general's death caused the dissolution of the Syrian army, saving her country from their occupation. That just was weird. I yeah. don't know how I feel about that story. And I read it verbatim as best I could. I mean, she cut a guy's head off. That's all pretty That's cool. That's right. She you smell like death. Okay, Bridget Monhopt. Monhopt? M-O-H-N-H-A-U-P-T. A German woman associated with organizations like the Socialist Patients Collective Patients. and <laughs> Red Army Faction was accused of the assassinations and assassinations assassination attempts of at least four high-ranking people, including a banker, a U.S. general, and a chief federal prosecutor. Holy shit. The Red Army faction believed in rampant corruption in the German government and moved from an anti-capitalist-based arson and other activities to kidnapping and murder, such as those in which Mannhaupt participated. One assassination, that of Jorgen Ponto, the chief executive of a major bank, which took place on July 30th, 1977, Delhi. involved Delhi. Monhaupt along with two co-conspirators ringing the target's doorstep and offering a bouquet of roses and an invitation to tea. Upon being invited in, the three shot the target and fled. What the hell? Monhaupt was expressed, has expressed excuse me, no remorse and never applied for clemency. She was released from prison in 2007 Ooh. after 24 years. Wow. And I guess this picture that I have of her is always freaking out. She's 71 in the picture, and that went my soda. Okay. I got scared. Okay. Do you need to go outside? Oh. Is that what you need? Okay. Kim Hwan Hui. Yep. That was beautiful. Thank you. Like many of the assassins on this list, is a fascinating person who committed deplorable actions. In 1987, as part of the North Korean spy network, she was tasked with blowing up Korean Air Flight 858, Holy shit. which was flying between Baghdad, Iraq, and Seoul, South Korea. Yes. Holy crap. She was told 
that this would be her last assignment, and that, if she was able to pull it off, she could live in peace with her family. Whoa. She, along with another spy, successfully left a bomb aboard the plane and disembarked in Abu Dhabi. The two were apprehended and Kim was unable to commit suicide with cyanide, unlike her co-conspirator. Oh. She was sentenced to death, but ultimately pardoned as she, would be, she was believed to be brainwashed by North Korean government. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Holy shit. Marie Suckoff. <laughs> Marie Suckoff? <laughs> wonder what her talents were besides murder and assassinating. Alright, so Marie Suckoff. S-U-K-L-A-F-F. I shouldn't have drank. Mm-hmm. Lived through the downfall of Tsarist Russia, T S A R I S T. Tsarist, yeah. Experiencing the gross mistreatment of people and the rampant corruption of firsthand Theodore, oh my gosh, Fyodor, Fyodor Dubasov. Dubasov. Okay, a Russian governor general had a particularly awful reputation for his abuse of Jewish citizens and Aww. became the target of the Socialist Revolutionary Party. Same. Which included Marie Sukloff. Hell yeah, girlfriend, get it. There are conflicting <laughs> reports about the assassination attempt, which took place in 1914, with some sources admitting Sukloff's, ooh, Sukloff sounds better, <laughs> involvement and others claiming she was responsible for his death. Her autobiography places her at the assassination of the general where she reportedly threw a bomb through the window of his carriage as revenge for his violence. Some of these are justifiable deaths. Ooh, dude. Look at this person. I mean, it's obviously not ah! a chick, but... Could you imagine if that was? I'm like, it's me when I don't fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because someone sent me a picture and they're like, I, I shaved today, and, I'm, and they're like, it was one of my dude friends. And he, I was like, hey, me too. <laughs> I do that all the time. To my kids. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce this person's first name. K-H-I-O-N-I-Y-A. Kiania? 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 Kiania. Guseva? G-U-S-E-V-A? Yep. Is famous not just for her attempt on life of Gregory Rasputin. Oh, but also okay. for the fact that she said, do you know how to say her name? No. Kiania? I know who Rasputin is. Okay, but... How did we say we were going to say Kiani? Kianya? Kianya Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> Can you sponsor us? Thanks. Kianya. Okay. Kianya. But also for the fact that she apparently had no nose at the time, either due to advanced syphilis or damage from medication. Voldemort. Ooh. <laughs> In 1914, uh, Kuseva uh. attacked Rasputin as he was leaving his home, stabbing him in the abdomen with a knife. Uh. She reportedly uh. shouted that she had killed the uh, Antichrist. Rasputin didn't die. No. Guseva was turned into the police and placed in an asylum for three years. Antichrist has been reincarnated, and we all know who that is. Okay. Lynette Frome. Oh, that's my aunt's name. Fromey? Fromey? Frome? F-R-O-M-M-E. Yeah, Frome. Oh, I like this. Also known as Squeaky. <laughs> I heard <cannot> Squeaky. That's fun. <laughs> that doesn't scare us. <laughs> was a member of Charles Manson's infamous mansion gang. Well, there we go. Um. She'd previously been involved in murder cases but had never been jailed for them. In 1975, from Frome Squeaky <laughs> went to Capitol Park in Sacramento um, purportedly to discuss the California Redwoods with President Gerald Ford. Who? In reality, she went to the park to assassinate him. Squeaky pointed the weapon at President Form, but was immediately stopped by Secret Service agents, though she received a life sentence she was released and released in 2009. 
and Sarah Jane Moore. Mere 17 days after Lynette Frum attempted to assassinate President Gerald Ford, Sarah Jane Moore also attempted to shoot him. Oh, She'd previously been a target of the Secret Service, but had been found not to be a threat and had her weapon and ammunition confiscated by police just one day before the assassination attempt. Moore fired once, but missed due to her gun being faulty, and a bystander attempted to take the gun from her, causing a second shot to fire and hit someone else who survived. Holy shit. She pled guilty and was sentenced to life in prison, but was released after 32 years in 2007. Wow. And I'll read one more. Okay. Well, there's a Valerie Salonis, a radical feminist writer of the late 1960s, became involved with an artist, Andy Warhol, after she pitched a play to him. Oh, snaps. Oh, my gosh. This was in AHS. Okay. Oh. Sorry. What a bunch of correlations this, this story is high up. Um... Uh, I think it's the Kevin. Or no, not the Kevin. I don't remember. It's, it's just getting listen to Kevin, so all you HS fans are going to hate me for saying that. I apologize. Okay, so she's for not being perfect. With artist Andy Warhol after she pitched a play to him. He rejected it, but did not return the copy, paying her $25 to appear in one of his films as compensation. Later, Solanus entered into a bad contract with the owner of Olympia Press that she believed forced her to sign over all of her rights, leading her to believe that the owner of the press and Warhol were conspiring to steal her work. The day of the assassination attempt, Slonis visited several people to talk about her play, even, tell even telling one that she would shoot Warhol, Warhol oh my gosh, Shauna, figure it out, even telling one that she would shoot Warhol to make herself famous in order to get her play produced. When she finally got in contact with Warhol, she fired three shots at him one of which hit. She was found to be mentally unstable and diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, shortening her sentence of three years to three years, of which she served only one before release. Cult? A personality. Is it American, American Horror Story cult? Uh, I'm going to have to, re it might be. It's really interesting. Uh, it, it, it even like ties into um, the Zodiac Killer and stuff. It's really, oh, it's fuck. really, really cool. But yeah, she's, She's a part of it. She's a lover. Uh, that, what's her name? Oh my! <laughs> Was it Valerie Solanas? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It's American Horror Stories new season cult. Yeah. So okay. okay. I was gonna say I think it's one of the more recent ones. Evan so Evan Peters, who's like in every season. Yes, it seems. Is. He's a phenomenal actor. I, I love him. This that's where I discovered him. Like yeah. Stuff, so. That's I because I watched that show and then <laughs> then he of course ended up in the office for a brief stint and. Um, yeah, it, that's a funny scene in the. Well, those are the assassins mm -hmm. of the ladies. It's weird how all the correlations between <laughs> our true crime story and then yeah. these assassins, like, just, it's kind of wild. Kind of blew my head apart. Yes. So, um, as always, if you guys want to interact with us on social media, because I know, oh, hi, Zoe. That's where a lot of our people come and talk to us. Um, Please talk to us. Yes. Let us know. Do Messages. you have. Do you have words. I'm starting to get use. out of, um, I mean, I have plenty of stories lined up, but I'm like, I don't have, um, the requested cases. I only have two more that I have notes taken on. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have stuff you want to hear about. You have unsolved cases you can yes. to, oh. um, Actually, cover. it's funny you say that. Someone mentioned an unsolved case. Bernie. My Aunt Bernie did. Hey, I'll have to message her. And then my cousin Jake, who lives in with Illinois, um, he went to high school and was good friends with this kid who killed 
someone. So yeah, we, we yeah. There's things you want us to do or stop doing or start doing or yeah. Any feedback is great, guys. Um, do that on if you're an Apple listener, Apple Podcast, Podchaser.com. If you straight up want to just message us and talk to us about tell us how much you love us. Yeah, tell us how much you love us. That would be really great because sometimes we have bad days and we like to know that we're doing this for a reason. because well, our numbers have dipped a little, but I know that happens and. Sometimes, oh yeah. I mean, up and down, up and down. but I mean, out of 41 episodes, well, this is episode 41, I mean, out of 40, well, currently 40, you know, 25 of our episodes are 100 plays or more. Um, our first episode that I did uh, with Kelly, she is uh, five plays away at this point in time right now, five plays away from 400 plays. And that just blows my mind apart. Kelly's like, sometimes I talked, because I worked with her finally last week. She's like, I sometimes forget that we started a podcast together. I'm like, you're a little shit. But no, we love Kelly very much. And like I said, she will be here for episode 50. So that'll be in March. Um, I told her she doesn't have a choice. Um, (laughs) So we're going to all be together. And I know our sound is still kind of wonky. We're still working with the mics that we have. Um, It's tax season, y'all. And now that they're finally accepting taxes, mine got accepted. Hey, oh, yep. um, that's on our list to buy some. Uh, we're going to invest a little bit in our microphones. Yes. Or, you know, if you're feeling so inclined, you can go, you know, um, start subscribing to Patreon because that's going to. Um, uh, I will be moved in, not by next episode, but by the episode after that. I will be fully moved into my mom's house. I will literally be a five minute drive from Shauna. Yep. And we're going to start doing stuff on Patreon. It may not necessarily be videos because we're still having a really hard time with that because we both hate our faces um <laughs> on camera mm-hmm. we're gonna just do fun little videos for people. yeah like and i that think one where we had the windstorm uh yes yeah <laughs> and we could or we could do like like five minute murder things i don't know or or we'll just the rabbit holes hey i guess you find out if you subscribe to patreon yeah patreon.com slash doing bloody bubbles podcast and we're gonna send you guys goodies like you get little presents from us and we're gonna make more things i've i've got a couple things i need to start learning how to do but i paid for things and i want to use them and they're blood red and i love blood red um so yeah if you want to interact with us our page is bloody babbles podcast on facebook that's our instagram as well and then twitter is just at bloody babbles but i mean you can find us anywhere and then if um if you're just coming here now, like, hello, welcome to episode 41, not 42, because I don't know how to and do numbers. You. Thank you so much for We love all of you. We love all our new, our international humans. That's my yep. kid yelling in the background, because he's here. So, um, uh, until next week, you guys, Babylon! Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked and what I didn't like about the shows, and I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.